And back at it again with another episode of Just On. Uh, my name's David, and I'm here to talk about more about uh, what's going on in the basketball world. Um, first thing I kind of want to talk about was the so-called beef regarding James Harden and Giannis. And I gotta say, it's pretty, pretty funny if you think about it. I mean, this dude, James Harden, has been talking mad shit about, you know, him... Winning the wanting to win the MVP and him doing like historical, you know, offensive output of what he was doing. You know, he was putting up, you know, 30 points in 30 games, like a streak. And it was kind of related to, you know, kind of like a Will Chamberlain record. And when you, whenever you bring a Will Chamberlain, like, you, you know, like it's, it's like a super crazy record. And he was like, dude, like, you know, basically the gist of it was saying that if I, I wish I was, you know, seven feet tall and you know just dunk all day you know kind of taking away from you know what Giannis really brings I mean if if you you know if you really think Giannis just you know relies on athleticism just dunks every play I I, I think you're like kind of mistaken because basically Giannis is he's a wing player who, who runs the offense um you know he's anchoring the def- the defensive side of the Milwaukee Bucks as well. I mean, dude, he's pushing the Bucks into like a historical record currently this season. You know, fastest team to clinch a playoff. You know, berth like placing is just unheard of. Like of what they're doing right now. Like everything they're doing is you know historic. So, I mean, I don't understand. Like it just makes James Harden look like a salty ass fucking dude. Like, like come on, man. You, you gotta give props to you know Giannis. Like. Like, first of all, look, I mean, this dude was basically just chucking last season, like, so much chucking threes, just a continuous output of, like, 36 points per game, and now he's trying to do it again this season. I mean, you know, now that you have Westbrook, it's like, he had he had an excuse last season where, like, you know, Chris Paul, you know, kind of went down, like, a lot of people went down. The Rockets had, like, G-leaguers, it's like, bringing in, and they're like, Okay, Harden, like, you know, pull us through. And he, he carried that team on his back, right, to, like, playoff seed. And when James when James Harden, you know, had people coming back, they had you know, Chris Paul come back, Eric Gordon come back, a lot of, like, these players coming back, he still was chucking, like, so much fucking attempts. And, dude, come on, bro. Last season, Giannis was, was putting up 30 and 12, like, while – you know, his defensive rating was number one, like his net, like team rating, everything was just top three, everything. And, you know, he was, um, dude, he was putting up numbers like you can like compare him to maybe like someone like Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, basically on his MVP season. Like, you know, that's how great Giannis was. And in my opinion, it shouldn't even be an argument. Like, there was no argument last season. Like, if you were to pick James Harden over Giannis, like, you just weren't watching the Bucks. Like, dude, come on, bro. Like, you know, Chris Middleton, you know, Bledsoe, you know, I mean, dude, like, whatever. I mean, I don't really care for those players, right? Now, Giannis, this season is, like, having an even better, like, you know, better season. And it's crazy to think about it, too. Like, dude's, dude's playing, like, nearly just 30 30 minutes, just barely 30 minutes, right? 30, 31 minutes, putting up 30 points, 13 rebounds, and anchoring, you know, 
the number one defense, you know, on pace to win 70 wins. I mean, come on, bro. Like, he's about to win MVP again. And not just MVP. He should win unanimous MVP. Like, I mean, the second place is not even close. Like, if you, you want to say James Harden, you want to say LeBron James, Luka Doncic, you want to say, like, I don't know, like Kawhi Leonard or or like who's even in second place right now? Like, in, like, the East. Was the Raptors? I think it might be the Raptors. Like, I don't know. Like, Pascal Siakam. Well, he's hurt. He's been hurt. Like, like you see right there, like, Giannis is just, he's just going, like, balls to the walls, winning MVP this season. No doubt about it. Hands down. And in my opinion, he should win Defensive Player of the Year as well. Like, dude, I know they're trying to give Anthony Davis, like, the Defensive Player of the Year award because of the storyline. Plus, you know, he's on Lakers. Like, you know. It's going to be, like, what? Like, more press, I guess you can say. But, I mean, if you think about it, like, come on, man. Giannis anchoring the number one defense while playing under 30 minutes. Like, not just, we're not under 30 minutes. Like, I'm saying 30 or 31 minutes. Anthony Davis is playing, like, 35 minutes probably. And, like, their net, their defensive ratings is, like, you know, just, like, one place apart. Like, Anthony Davis might be, like, what, number one? You know, Giannis might be number two, so so you can say that. And Giannis is the number one option as well. So, in my opinion, he should, you know, be given both MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, dude, the last person to ever do that was Hakeem Olajuwon in 1993, 1994, that season, where he first won his championship. I mean, dude, that's how, like, crazy Giannis is right now. And, and plus, like... I feel like, like, dude, like, you gotta, I feel like this guy gets disrespected for some reason, because, like, yes, you can see, like, you know, Giannis just blowing by people, takes one step, and he'll be, like, all the way to, like, the, the cup already, like, like, one step, and takes, like, one dribble all the way to far, like, a layup, like, yeah, you can see that, like, wow, like, this guy's, like, you know, athletic as hell, but, come on, dude, you know, Giannis brings more scale to, you know, to his repertoire than, you know, most people give credit for, you know. You know, he has great post moves. He has great counters. So far that I've seen, he's running he's running the offense for the Bucks. I mean the Bucks, the system works because Giannis on a Kubo, right? Like you know like Giannis is basically responsible for all their success. I mean you you can see the impact he's bringing for the Bucks. Like come on, like Chris Middleton Chris Middleton, I feel like he's kind of overrated in a way where he, well, in the way that he's overpaid. Like, he should not be getting the max. That's how I feel about Chris Middleton. Yes, he's having a 50-40-90 season, but, I mean, come on. Like, people's attention and game plan will be on Giannis, and it won't be on Chris Middleton, you know. I mean, no disrespect to Chris Middleton. I mean, he was horrible in the playoffs last year. Like, he was, like, in, like, a deer in the headlights, you know, no pun intended, like, against the Raptors. He was nowhere to be found. You know, Bledsoe, he looked like Drew Bledsoe. Like, he's not even in the sport. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on with the Bucks? And that's why they were able to cave in on Giannis and triple team his ass when he drove it in because, like, no one was making shots after, you know, game game two. So, you know, I find, I find it, like, you know, pretty funny for like people trying to like take away from Giannis but you know it is what it is I mean I feel like 
it's also part of, like the media like dude, the media wants like more clicks and stuff so they're trying to drive like you know players at each other i mean you know james harden you know you know for what it's worth still a great player you know even though i, I shit on him all the time he's still a great player you know top five player in the league you know that's how much credit i give him but you know you, know, you didn't deserve the MVP, bro. Like, let's be real, okay? Like, let's be real. Like, dude. You can make the argument that, you know, Rudy Gobert, who won Defensive Player of the Year last year, it should have been Giannis's too. So, I mean, dude. I mean, there it is. Like, Giannis is, you know, impacting and efficient on the offensive and the defensive side. Like, you can't just you can't just, just do offense, like, 100% of the time. Like, yeah, no. You play under D'Antoni where your offensive stats will always, you know, be inflated. Where your assists will be inflated. Because Mike D'Antoni is, like, a great offensive coach. But, you know, like, come on, bro. You know, just just let it go, bro. Just let it go, dude. Like, like Giannis, you know, he's, he's going to end up, you know, the second MVP. And it'll, it'll be well-deserved what he's doing my only question will be for the Bucks is, dude, like, they're playing, like, they're playing at another intensity level compared to the teams that they're playing against that will they be able to, you know, you know, push it to an even higher level in the playoffs because, you know, we've seen what happened in the 2015-2016 Warriors. That's why I've compared them to that portion. They've played in a playoff intensity probably, like, throughout the regular season. And once they got into the playoffs, right, they were kind of like lack of days ago in a way where they're playing the same intensity, but they had nowhere to go up from because it's been like a constant, been like a constant pace for them that they're accustomed to it. Like the playoffs is a whole nother season. Like as, as cliche as it sounds, it's a whole nother season where where things, um, where things, you know, could get like really could go bad real quick, and that's why like you know Mike D'Antoni and like certain coaches like that don't adjust. You know, who's that fucking who's that coach that was on the Denver Nuggets um, that got fired for Coach of the Year that uh, Iguodala snitched on? Well, well him, D'Antoni and a, and a couple others, right? They played in the same intensity throughout the regular season thinking that it'll be the same like hey you know we'll do what works for us and it usually it usually doesn't work because there's nowhere to go from there because you're playing at a level that you just can't push it to like another level basically that sounded kind of weird but you, you get what i'm saying but that's like the main thing i have against the bucks like I mean, the only team I could I could really think of that would beat the Bucks would be the Sixers, but dude, the Sixers look like a train wreck right now, and, and they, they they just they just need to blow it up in my opinion. Like keep Simmons and Embiid just blow up everything. But you know, back to what James Harden and Giannis were beefing about. I mean, if you think about it, dude. Like, there's been certain like shots that's been happening, like Giannis. Like, he'll throw, he threw the ball at James Iron's head. That's the funniest shit I ever saw. Like, he was playing dodgeball. And then, yeah, the, the, the All-Star game, like, 
this dude like elbow like James Harden in the face. I was like, whoa, what is going on? Like, like, is this for real, bro? Like, like, do they really hate each other? I mean, maybe they do. Like, maybe Giannis, you know, he's different because he's, you know, he's not American. Like, there's certain cultural, cultural aspects that, you know, that he's accustomed to that he made James Harden's not accustomed to. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe he sees, like, certain things in life, like, in a different perspective. And he, maybe he's, like, just, just doesn't like James Harden. I guess you can say that. But, I mean, it'll be interesting. But once, you know, March, March, what, 25th, when the Rockets and the Bucks play? Oh, man. You already know the media, ESPN, Rachel Nichols, you know, Nick Wright, you know, Skip Bayless, Shannon, Stephen A. Smith, we're all going to be on them during that week saying, hey, man, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? I mean, Rachel Nichols was basically, I think Rachel Nichols was interviewing him and asking him. And he was like, bro, like, Bro, he believes that he believes that. Like, I don't care. I'm like, damn. They really try to do something, but but you know, can't wait for them to play. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the beef's actually real, or maybe just Westbrook just rubbing off on you know James Harden and James Harden. Like, you know what? Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. And I guess you know, I guess that's how it is. Now, kind of want to you know jump onto like another thing with uh, Giannis and you know I saw like something with Jalen Rose you know you know talking about Giannis on Kumpo. I guess they're trying like you know trying to continue the stuff with James Harden and, you know Giannis beef of being seven foot and just dunk all the time right. And they're like saying, like, hey, you know, Giannis is like a seven foot in the player. If he was six three, he'll be Russell Westbrook. And then if he was six six, he'll be Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. And I thought to myself, what are you talking about, Jalen Rose? Like, that sounds like absolute horseshit, what you just fucking said. Like that, you give me a break, bro. First of all, no, he wouldn't be no Russell Westbrook when he's 6'3", because, you know, Giannis and Russell Westbrook, they don't really play the same. Russell Westbrook plays kind of like, you know, balls to the walls, kind of like, you know, score first mentality. And because, you know, you know, Giannis is 7 foot, he'll, he'll kind of, you know, he won't play two balls to the walls. He's more controlled, but, you know, he, he, you know, he resides in the post more. You know, Russell Westbrook's all about, you know, mid-range, you know, breaking down the dribble, you know, and just, like, rely on athleticism to dunk on you and stuff. He's just more, like, you know, controlled, like, rage. While Giannis is more, like, just physicality-wise, he just, you know, push you off and everything, right? I mean, they're similar, but, you know, they're also, like, way different. You know, Giannis, you know has a higher basketball IQ compared to Westbrook. And he plays more defense than Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, the thing about Russell Westbrook is, bro, if if he actually played defense, he would actually be elite in defense. He's, look, he's been elite in defense when he tried, but he just, he doesn't care sometimes. Like, he'll save all his energy for, you know, his coast-to-coast, you know, layups and dunks. But, you know. 
that's a that's a whole other thing about Westbrook. You know, Giannis, you know, net rating, efficiency wise, everything higher than Westbrook. You know, then then you get to Michael Jordan was a whole nother topic. Like Michael Jordan is should not even be kept compared to Giannis. Like, I mean, I get it. You know, like. I get it, like, dude, like, he's, you know, killing, he's killing it right now, MVP, defensive player of the year, or he should be defensive player of the year, you know, he's leading his team to a historical pace, you know, he has a similar mentality, hard work, just continue working this game, improving each season, and just come back and show it off, um, the player seems to Player seems to let you know try to get out of his way when he tries to you know drive it full steam ahead. But you know Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan had it all, bro. He had you know mid range. He had great handles as well. You know he finished with you know with either hand. Like Michael Jordan had what like a forty eight inch vertical too. Like dude, like like you need to pull the brakes, bro. Like. Like Giannis needs to get like a consistent jumper in mid range before you compare to Michael Jordan. Like, like yeah, Westbrook. Even then, Westbrook doesn't have like consistent mid range. He'll have hot and cold nights too, but he'll keep shooting. Like, you know, Michael Jordan. Like, it's a whole nother realm, bro. Whole nother realm. But you know, that's to say, try to compare him to Michael Jordan is also kind of a, you know, kind of a respect portion as well because you can see like like Giannis the game has skyrocketed from his rookie year all the way to now I mean this dude's like what 24 dude he's 24 he's under 25 like once he gets to his like he's barely getting to his peak right now and he's doing stuff like this I mean it's crazy it's crazy right like all he needs to solidify his thing right now is to, you know, win a championship. But, you know, will it be the Bucks? I don't know if he stays. We'll see. I mean, it could be a lot of speculation. Maybe he goes to the Raptors, he goes to the Warriors. Who knows where he goes. Maybe he stays with the Bucks. They trade fucking Bledsoe and Chris Middleton for someone that's more, more, um, more better. I mean, who knows what they do. It just, it's just the Bucks. Like, management is just the question mark of... You know, are they willing to go over the salary cap just to appease, you know, their player? Or do they just not care? And that's always been, you know, an issue for, like, a lot of NBA teams. You know, but, but going back, I mean, you know, I would, I don't know why they're trying to push the Michael Jordan thing. I mean, why, why are they trying to push the uh, Shaq? comparison more i mean dude he is basically the modern day shack i mean orlando magic shack where he pulls up coast to coast you know super physical and shack in his rookie year basically averaged 29 12 i mean Giannis right now is averaging what 30 and 13 i mean i mean come on like shack is was always this you know big ass you know physical you know basketball player where, where people were trying to get out of the way because this dude Put that elbow on your chest, and you would just, you know, just get hit. And then just get out of the way because this dude's strong as hell. You know, Giannis, the same thing, strong as hell. 
he'll push people out of the way and then he'll just dunk on you like dude like I don't see why I don't know why people do that more. I mean there's too much you know players like they're kind of just you know trigger happy when it comes to like three point shots like I mean, regarding like centers and like power forward like come on bro. There are certain times where you have to just you have to just put it on the block and just post up. But I mean you know post up posting up is coming like a lost art right now. I mean, very few people, you know, post up as as a, when they should be posting up more. I mean, you know, Embiid, you know, Giannis should be posting up more. I mean, certain players, like, you know, even Ben Simmons should post up more. But Ben Simmons, I don't know what the hell they do with Ben Simmons. I mean, there are, like, other players, you know. Zion should post up more. Um, I mean, just, you can go through the list, but... Yeah, there should be no comparison with Michael Jordan and Giannis. There should be more of the uh, Shaquille O'Neal and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo comparison. Even Shaq gave him the title. Even Shaq's like, yeah, dude. Like, people say that Shaq couldn't, you know, play in this league. And, you know, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, great players can play any league, any era, bro. Like, you put Steph Curry in the 90s, he can play in the 90s. You, you put, like... Larry Bird in today's game, he can play in today's game. Per Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki, Steve Nash in different eras, they can play in different eras. Jerry West in this era, Jerry West in the 90s. Yeah, he'll do great players, transcend every era, all right? I mean, even Shaq said, dude, like, you know, um, like the modern player that represents me is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, maybe, you know, Shaq, you know, improves his jump shot and, like, you know, pulls up from three as well, like, like, you know, the player that's super physical right now that reminds me, reminds of, reminds him of himself is Giannis, and he's given the title of Superman. And I don't know why they don't want that, but you know, I mean that's that's about it. I mean that's that's just made me like think like, dude, like dude, some of these guys in the media are just saying shit just to say shit. Like, like come on, even Paul Pierce was like, what? And Paul Pierce says some stupid shit too, but you know he says it for a reason. Like he says, you know, because he's trying to get his clout up because he's he's a little bit newer. But um, it's kind of like uh, what's it called? It's kind of like every new you know reporter they always bring in. They seem to say stupid stuff for a reason, just to get their name out. And I don't know what the hell Jason Ro- Jalen Rose is talking about. But, yep, that is, that is, that's wild, bro. What the fuck he just said? Um, moving on, um, want to talk about the Nets. Now, I do know that, you know, finally they shut down Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Man, I'm dead. For the year, he had some shoulder issues. You know, they completely shut down Kevin Durant. Like, there's no way he's coming back from the playoffs. So, like, what now for the Nets? Like, you know, personally, in my opinion, I think the Nets should trade Karis Levert. They need to keep Spencer Dinwiddie because they need some off the bench to, you know, run the offense when Kyrie sits, when Kevin Durant sits. I just, I just don't think Karis Levert fits with, you know, that kind of team dynamic with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant because these two, you know, are, are two of the best isolation players in the NBA. And 
what they need is more off-ball players. You know, Karis LeVert's kind of trying to do the, the same thing with the isolation play. Um, yeah, sure, he can give you, like, you know, what, 15 points a night doing his thing, but, you know, when you're trying to win a championship, he needs to go. Like, I feel like there's certain players. They need to keep, like, more shooting with Joe Harris. I don't know what they're doing the Kurix guy. He hasn't, I don't think he's even played this season that much. Regarding that case that he's been in. Um, hopefully they, they, hopefully they, um, they keep, you know, the fro center. I don't know why they have DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's not that great anymore. Like, yeah, he's kind of boys with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but, you know, Jared Allen is just way better. Um, Karis LeVert is like the guy I feel like the odd man out where they need like a defensive player on that position because you know Kyrie you don't want to you know you don't want to um, put too much um, onus on him to like shut you know certain point guards down because you know I mean it's a point guard driven league like you know no one's really shutting down these point guards I mean it'll be it'll make them like hard really make them really hard to work, you know, for their shots, but no one's really, like, shutting them down, like, too much. Um, I mean, for me personally, I feel like if they can trade Karis LeVert for someone like Josh Richardson or, like, just, like, a, like a defensive shooting guard slash small forward, then, yeah, you know, that's their set. Maybe they can sign, like, someone like, you know, Gallinari, put them in small forward. You know, put Kevin Durant, push him to the power forward so they can be in two interchangeable positions with Gallinari and Kevin Durant. Because we don't even know how Kevin Durant's going to look coming back. You know, obviously, yeah, you know, yeah, give him the respect he deserves because he's one of the greatest shooters of all time as well. Um, I think I think he's still, like, averaging, like, what, 50% for his career? I mean, dude, that's, that's unheard of. I mean, think about it. Like, dude, you know, Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time, you know, is averaging, like, for his career, probably like 47%, 48%, and like probably like 40% from like three, like some high percentage from three. You know, Kevin Durant's averaging like a higher field goal percentage, you know, compared to like Steph Curry. And, you, know, you know, the shooting touch will be there. It's just that, you know, the explosiveness of Kevin Durant, where, you know, he'll break you down the dribble like a wing, you know, dribble, dribble you to sleep, and then he'll just blow past you with the first step, you know. Lay it up, dunk it, do like a fadeaway or whatnot, all these options. You know, will will he be like even like 90% of that? Like, I, we don't even know like how Kevin Durant's going to look like. You know, I saw like something we're saying that, you know, it's definitely definite possibility for Kevin Durant to actually, you know, play in the Olympics. And I mean, personally, I think he should play in the Olympics. Like, you know, just get it, get it like in the systems basketball and as much basketball as you can. Like, just like work out with certain players. I mean, dude, like his training videos that he's, that he's been putting up, he looks really good. Like he looks really like he's like running like full speed. He like you know he's still you know, got that shooter's touch, and he's looking like the camera around the olds. So I mean, who knows? Who knows how it's gonna actually go down with? But you know. Health is going to be an issue for the Nets. Obviously, you know, Kyrie Irving, he's a super injury-prone player. You know, he's had an injury, like, every season. Like, the last healthy season, 
I don't know, that I can remember is Celtics. And then, like, it was just a train wreck that season, you know, regarding, you know, Jason Tatum, you know, Jalen Brown, and, like, Terry Rozier and all these people were just, like, just trying to you know, take the number one spot for Kyrie Irving. And it was just a, it was just about, you know, overall season for the Celtics. But, I mean, you know, sooner or later, it, their window is like right now, so obviously, you know, if you have some like Kyrie Irving coming around your team, you're a contending team. So, I mean, they have plenty of options right now. I mean, Kenny Atkinson is a good coach. Um, they just really need to keep Spencer Dinwiddie, sign him, keep him on the bench, sign like a couple players, maybe sign Justin Holiday. Um, I hear he's been doing pretty well in Indiana. Um, but I don't know if Indiana's willing to sign him. Maybe they can sign him. I know he's he's always been done doing well on the defensive side. They they just need like more defenders. They don't really need too much um, more offense. I mean, you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Of course, you go know, you know the offensive output to be going through them. But you know, get rid of Torian Prince. Torian Prince sucks. He's a chucker. Um. Whoa, who else they got? Garrett Temple. I don't know why Garrett, Kyrie Irving even named Garrett Temple to be kept on the team. He should be off the team, in my opinion. And you do sign, you know, try to get Josh Richardson, try to get, you know, Justin Holiday, try to get Daniel Gallinari. And, I mean, right then and there, like, you got that three, you know, three headed snake of Gallinari, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. You have Josh Richardson on the two, Jared Allen on the five. And you're set to go in the East right now. And, like, that's the top three team in the East, in my opinion. But that's only, obviously, you know, from a condition that Kevin Durant's at least, you know, 85%, you know, 80% of himself. Like, 80%, you know, Kevin Durant is still, you know, possibly a top 10 player. Like, will he ever be a top five player? Like, who knows? Like, you know, I can't even think of him, like, a player, you know, rupturing his Achilles and just jumping back from straight for you know back to the back back to what they were back then because you know Dominique Wilkins they always use the the the, um, the argument for Dominique Wilkins like yeah Dominique Wilkins averaged 30 points but I mean he wasn't really I don't think he was really that much of the same player as he was on the Hawks because he was on the Spurs and he was more of a three-point shooter on the Spurs and I mean, it just wasn't the same. I mean, you no, know, you know, Kobe, you know, wasn't the same after Achilles. Um, Brand went from twenty and ten, ruptured his Achilles. He wasn't the same. And Demarcus Cousins, you know, he clearly wasn't the same. Like, dude, like he was just, he was just not good at all. I mean, yeah, he was putting up like what sixteen and eight or something. But come on, bro, like you have like, you have three great defenders masking for you you have Kevin Durant you have Clay Thompson you have Draymond Green masking your defensive tendencies you know and your man to like blow past you you got you know you got help so like it's just it's just a tough road for Kevin Durant like the good thing is that you know his Achilles is on his non-dominant leg because usually when when you're when the Achilles ruptures 
uh, it's from your dominant leg because you know you're pretty you're most known for you know relying on your dominant side to you know explode and you know he's right-handed his Achilles popped in his left leg so that's some mad good news but still I mean who, who knows like who knows what's really going to go on but I mean the Nets the Nets got you know a great chance to win the championship and this this of course will validate you know Kevin Durant championship if they would do win just one all he needs is one like like dude he's like kind of like pulling the LeBron James right now I know Kevin Durant it's not very popular to say, but he's trying to do, like, he's basically trying to do the same thing LeBron James is doing. Like, I don't know. I guess he's, like, just a big fan of LeBron James. Like, he just does the same thing over and over again. Like, you know, LeBron James makes his super team, you know, in the Heat. You know, Kevin Durant makes his super team, the Warriors. And then later, they win two. Miami wins two. Golden State wins two with him. He moves on to the Nets to, you know, try to build his own thing. If he gets one, validates everything, you know, that he's done prior. Like, like people don't remember, but when LeBron James won his championship, like, dude, like, people were just saying shit like, dude, like, of course you won a championship. It's easy to beat a fucking rookie team like the, you know, OKC Thunder, and your team's super stacked with veterans. Like, obviously, like, you have more experience compared to them, so... You're gonna win either way. And then they beat Spurs, right? Like people shitting on LeBron James be like like dude, like like of course uh, yeah, sure, you got a fucking lucky as fuck. You know, Ray Allen shot and everything. Once he beat the Warriors in twenty sixteen, it kinda quieted the haters down. And people don't really bring that up anymore, as as you can see. Like they just don't bring it up at all. They just bring up that three one, you know, comeback. To win their first championship with the Cavaliers, they always bring it up. If Kevin Durant can win the net with the Nets, they the talks will quiet down. They'll never, you know, go away. You know, obviously, like people that do have went through, you know, the Heat era of the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, they obviously know what what went down. This. He just needs to win one just to validate everything else. Like, to give him the respect he deserves. Like, people trying to put an asterisk on him, you know, get out of here. Like, there's no asterisk for the championship. Like, you know how hard it is to win championship in the league? He wins one Kyrie Irving. It validates Kyrie Irving. and validates Kevin Durant. And that's why these two are, like, they want to, you know, they want to show the NBA world, like, like, dude, like, like, we can do this. And, you know, they, they got a great chance. Like, I just got to see, like, how he looks, Kevin Durant, in the Olympics, how he looks in the preseason. He should be trying to get as much basketball as he can to get his rhythm back. But they, they just need to do, like, how they, they get a mulligan this season. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie's done his job. He was a borderline all-star this season. They should keep him. They should keep him. Possibly load manage Kyrie Irving throughout the season because he's just had ticky tacky injuries every season. Um, load manage Kevin Durant, you know the Achilles thing. We they need um they need to be as much careful careful as possible next season because like their championship window is just like maybe like what like two two years three years 
before the contract ends, and and it's gonna be interesting to see next season. It's gonna be super competitive, like dude, like you know, Kevin Durant's gonna be back. People forgot how Kevin Durant, how good he was before the Achilles, and you know, once Kevin, we we gotta see how the d- dynamic works because. You know, the so-called for best friends, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, like, I didn't even fucking know they were best friends. I've never really seen them interact like that until, I you know, that all-star break when they're just, you know, talking to each other and laughing and smiles. Like, I've never seen that. Like, this is, that was news to me. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you're playing your best friends, like, it's all cool. But when the tough gets going on, like, we'll see how they, you know, how they you know pull themselves up from the drama and stuff because they've been just it's been nonstop drama with Kyrie Irving now of course you know the media has been on Kyrie Irving ever since he left LeBron James and you know ESPN you know all these like sports talk shows they love LeBron James and. You know, once Kyrie Irving left, like, dude, <clears throat> once Kyrie Irving left, there's no, there was no chance for, you know, LeBron James to ever win championship ever again, and they know that, so that's why they just shit on LeBron James every, every ch- I mean, not shit on LeBron James, they never, they never really do shit on LeBron James besides Skip Bayless, but they just keep shitting on Kyrie Irving because, like, dude, like, he left their boy, and he wanted to do their own things. I mean, can't you, like, respect that? Like, dude, he he left, he left, you know, LeBron James to, to make it on his own. And, you know, not many people want to do that, you know. Not much people want to do that. Yeah, I give respect where respect is due. Like, take out all the bullshit that Kyrie Irving brings, and, you know, Give respect what respect is due. But, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Um, dude, the Nets might light the world on fire, and it might be because, you know, these two fucking great players are just killing it, or they just just drama left and right, and Kyrie Irving saying, fuck this shit, you know. Fuck this flat earth. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. This is the uh, last topic I want to end up on, and it's the news uh, regarding the Lakers. So it turns out they waived Troy Daniels off to open a roster spot, and there's a lot of speculation that, you know, that could be for J.R. Smith or Deion Waiters. And to be honest, that would sound like a stupid move for the Lakers. Like, what the hell are they thinking? Like, come on, bro. Dion Waiters, like, why would you even want Dion Waiters? Why would anyone want Dion Waiters? After what happened to the Heat? I mean, this dude literally OD'd on gummy bears, man. Like, too much CBD OD'd on, you know, gummy bears. Like, eating, like, Death Stars and whatnot. Like, uh, and this other poor fucking Zombo. Go get some hair ready, you fuck. You gotta sit there, mmm, mmm, like a Buddhist who's been shot. <laughs> Lee, wake up! <laughs> you, need, you need some fucking air. You want another star to balance you out? What do we need here? Come on, bro. 
you want that in the, on the team? Like, what does, like, Deion Waiters even do? I mean, Deion Waiters couldn't even make the team because he was not even in shape for the Heat. I mean, the Heat culture is basically, you know, we're going to outwork everyone. We're going to be in shape. We're getting, like, certain, like, you know, weekly tests regarding body fat percentages. You know, Dion, at first, he was doing pretty well. And then all of a sudden, next season, he comes in. He just shits the bed. He, he wanted to start over, you know, Tyler Harrow. Thought he was better than Tyler Harrow. No, sir. Tyler Harrow's better than him. And, you know, he's, he's freaking partying. During his suspension, I mean, this this shit keeps going on and on. Like, you want that? You want this to turn into like a circus show or something? And don't get me started, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, dude. LeBron forget that this guy forgot what the score was. This dude was high as hell, probably. He was high as hell. Forgot the goddamn score. He tried to pass LeBron instead of, you know, calling timeout. Dude, I don't understand what the, what the Lakers are doing. Like, what do they want, first of all? You know, I would rather have Alan Crabb, who got bought out or waived, than both of these guys. And I don't even want Alan Crabb. Like, the main issue is, you know, Lakers need more wing depth because, you know, at the end of the day, there could be most likely playing against teams like the Rockets, you know, the Clippers, who have great wing depth, right? Like, you need to prepare for those teams. I mean, the Rockets are on, like, a hot streak right now. The Clippers are the Clippers. You know, they're slowly gaining form. You know, this is the, this is the part where, you know, teams slowly show who they truly are. The Clippers are gaining the form, getting a little bit more healthier and healthier now. And if they make a good run, either they Dude, it's going to show, you know, who's going to be the real, you know, leading leading team coming into the NBA playoffs. And, like, you know, this, this, this is really important right now for the Lakers to, get, like, get as much wings as possible. I'm surprised like, they even waived, like, Troy Daniels. Like, Troy Daniels barely even plays. Why didn't they wave Jared Dudley? Like... Like, does Jared Dudley have, like, a no, like, like, a no wave clause or something? Like, does he have some blackmail, like, on, like, Genie Bus or, like, LeBron James? Or does he, like, supply LeBron James with, like, some toupees? Like, I don't understand. Like, how is this guy surviving everything? Like, I don't understand. Um, if you, it is ridiculous. Like, first of all, J.R. Smith hasn't even played for, like, what, two years? No team has even tried to, you know, work him out except for the Lakers for some reason. I'm surprised the Sixers didn't even work him out. The Sixers desperately need shooting, right? And they passed on working out, you know, J.R. Smith. I mean, right then and there, like, no one's trying to even give him a chance except for LeBron for some reason. LeBron, the only reason this dude has contracts because LeBron. And now, you know, LeBron's coming back to save his ass again, it seems like. I don't know. Yeah, Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters got traded for Kevin Love. You know, LeBron James, the dude who kicked him out of Cleveland. So I mean, oh man, it's just a, it's just an ironic turn of a, turn of events right now. You know, for the King, like, just ridiculous. I mean, dude, they're set on number one right now, right? I mean, don't they don't, do they really need like? 
that much shooting. Because, you know, come playoff time, like, I don't know. You can, can you really trust, you know, J.R. Smith? Can you really trust Deion Waiters, who is unmotivated? The only time he's been motivated was, like, that year in OKC and, you know, the Heat, where he had a run. And then he got injured, so I, I don't know. Like, I for sure don't trust their ass. I don't keep these clowns away from the Lakers. I don't know what is up with the goddamn, what's it called, interest in these two. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't really make sense to me. I mean, the perfect candidate would have been Mo Harkless, but I don't know why does he not want to agree to a buyout. I mean, he looks straight depressed. Like, I'm not going to lie. He looks straight depressed playing for the Knicks. I mean, who who could blame him? Like, the Knicks are a shit show. But, dude, if they sign J.R. Smith or, you know, Deion Waiters, either one of them, bro, I'm about to just, I'm about to just go off, man. That would fucking piss me off, I swear. But, you know, I'm not fucking part of the GM or the basketball operations. The GM is at it again, I guess. But I don't know. We'll see. And I think uh, that should end so-called topics um, today. Um, You know, whoever's listening, thank you again for listening. Um, I'll try to do as much as I can but you know things getting pretty busy so I'm kind of off and off trying to record during the like the anchor app and I gotta say like it's kind of like more better where I can basically you know sit in traffic and just probably talk to myself um, about basketball I guess and while you know everyone passes by me thinking I'm like on the phone but no just fucking talking to myself about hoops but also Thank you again for want, for listening. You know, whoever's also watching on um, like the videos I made probably too. Thanks again, and I'll see you later. Peace.